welcome to Morph Club. We just read Book 46. The Deception. Everything was Everything bad. was really, really difficult. And we say that a lot. Yeah. But this was on a scale yeah. that I don't think we've encountered thus far. These poor kids. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I'm Megan. Oh, I'm still Carrie, despite my devastation. Yeah. Um, yeah, the things are going very quickly downhill for our children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> straight under the ocean in some cases. Uh, there's some capers. There's also a lot of just straight up war. Um, and I think, you yeah. know, we could, there's a whole other conversation to be had about what does and doesn't read as war versus a skirmish versus like a guerrilla battle. But this is uh, unmistakably on a uh, grander and more upsetting scale than we've seen in a yeah. little bit. It's also really weird to read yes. now um, versus when this came out because the kids themselves in the book are saying, like, everyone's complacent now. We've had peace for so mm-hmm. long. This pre-9-11 like, nobody... world. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is all, like, like... It's still very scary now, but I'm also like, this is not completely out of yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, this made me think um, a lot but about also... how much of, uh, I blipped over so much of the context of this when I first yeah. read it, and it made me think a lot about oh, same. how much of that is a consequence of being like a, you know, a tween, an eight to 10 year old, versus how much is things genuinely were different, and the, yeah. you know, the, what is it, the, the midnight clock was further away. It's definitely not called the midnight clock. Yeah. That's like a cool computer yeah. mystery game that I played in like... <laughs> second grade the, the doomsday clock the do- doomsday yeah. clock which sounds more yeah. fake than <laughs> does it really i think they both sound equally frightening <laughs> um i i mean when you said that i was like like <laughs> so um yeah oh boy like the, i think we were hoping that like the lead up to um space war at the end would be slower but it is not mm-hmm. it is right here Right now, it's all starting, and now it's like they are in a mm-hmm. war. Right, and I guess we've seen – there was that one book where they teleported into the middle of the Andalite space war, right? So we have seen them mm-hmm. in battles. And also, they went back in time to the Revolutionary War, so again, yep. battles. But in both of those <laughs> cases, it was kind of our kids on a magic treehouse journey, and yeah. they got to come back to home where they were not at war, and this yeah. happening on home territory with yeah. humans uh, read very differently to me. Yeah, it it was it was a lot more yeah. grim oh than Oh my god, yeah. Um and like and it's an axe book, but um I guess because of the context of this being an actual like war, um like they're actually having battles and like trying to stop uh a like evil like a a yerk that's controlling an army mm-hmm. person. Like because of all that, uh, Axe doesn't get to be as funny because he is in, like, uh, cadet yeah. mode the whole time. Uh, I had, a, <laughs> like, a looking back moment of horror when I realized that uh, part of the funny, of uh, part of what I love about Axe's books is absolutely how goofy he is, but also that optimism, yeah. which I think is, yeah. he's talked about how Andalites as herd creatures kind of always have that hopeful, sunny spirit. But he spends almost this whole book in human morph. So there's a lot of time spent dwelling on how close to human heartbreak he is and crying, which you don't think we ever see him do as an Andalite. And it's, uh, it's rough. Yeah. And, like, he's still, like, trying to figure out, like, he's, 
referring to all the Animorphs as his family now, but also his home world. So he's like, in battle situations, in a human bod, which is bad <laughs> Right, listen, as someone with a human bod, it's yeah, not like, great. The don't do it. The brain is just in a bath in a soup all the time. Yeah. Any little thing if going wrong be... is a mess. If you can be a void, <laughs> do it. Yeah, void. Or like, eat a blue yeah, deer. Seems great. nice. Um, But yeah, and... It's just bad times all around. So our poor boy is very serious and competent, yeah. which I guess I'm proud of him. But also, like, I liked that he had fun. Yeah. <laughs> I missed those days. I'm clinging I desperately to this. the, like, two pages they spent hanging out on the couch in his scoop watching yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh, they were, like, brief yeah. moments, like, little pockets. But I, I legitimately kept forgetting it was an axe book because... The tone is yeah. so dark, and usually Axe has at least a little bit, like, he's had dark um, things happen to him, but he still had that optimism yeah. and, like, some whimsy, but now it's like, no, I have to, like, do what I've been taught how yeah, to do. Warrior like, Axe. I don't, I don't care for it. I don't, I don't I, want that it. That said, I thought this was a very good book. Uh, this is an mm-hmm. excellent example of a good Animorphs book. It just also yeah. broke my heart uh, a lot into tiny yeah. little pieces. And then it stomped on them with its little deer hooves and it yeah. ate my heart. So nothing yeah. in there was good. Uh, definitely line up a upbeat chaser for yourself. But I think this yeah. one is worth a read. <laughs> yeah, I was late on reading this one and you like messaged me with <laughs> line up a like feel good chaser. <laughs> I'm trying to finish this. <laughs> So I was forewarned, at least. Oh, boy. Remember how we just watched the TV show where Axe's biggest problem was that his boss wanted him to sell too many Yerk cell phones? Oh, my God. I want that Me for too. him. I want I want that <laughs> timeline as, like, badly conceived and, like, executed as it is. I want that to be his ultimate yeah. timeline. It's just being an alien trying to sell cell phones. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, in this book, we meet Visser 2. Who was, I thought, just a, I love a crony. I love a crony. I love yeah. an over-enthusiastic, hero-worshipping crony, and I deeply yeah. appreciated him. Yeah. Um, cover is Axe Morphing, a Top Gun kind of guy. <laughs> Again, I, I would read uh, that fanfic in a heartbeat. Yeah, that would be very good. Um. And I, in what I so think it, is the first, it jumps in straight where the previous yeah. book ended, like literally the next yeah. sentence after they contact the Andalite homeworld. I think the only other time I remember them doing that was the David. Oh yeah, the David oh you're books. totally right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like another like uh, intense turning point for everyone. So it's just like I like I started this book and I was like it's been hours <laughs> since everything that happened in the last book not even because <laughs> they're in the middle of the call mm-hmm. when this book opens, um, and then like the call goes on too long and the Andalites are kind of not not promising anything and like they listen to Axe because he's he's um, Elfanger's brother but they aren't saying if they're gonna do right. anything and they at cast all. doubt on him almost immediately like they acknowledge yes you're Elfanger's brother but your loyalty is been called into question yeah. already. Uh. So it's like they just got they got in touch with the Andalites, but immediately it's like, never mind. Right. That might not have right. done it's anything. It's like you're, tra- you're trapped at the mall. You need your parents to come pick you up because you're yeah. having a bad time. And you call them and they're just like, yeah. well, I don't know. 
bye yeah. not even a promise of maybe yeah. i'll see you later or like just drop yeah, in dispensers no, just... gifts and amuse yourself for half an hour it's like no yeah. you are on your own and in this case the mall yeah. is an interstellar war so rough yeah. metaphor all like all the mean kids mm-hmm. are there and they're looking at you <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna say something mm-hmm. mean and you can't stop it because your mom won't come back <laughs> uh so yeah so they're like trying to like finish off this transmission trying to convince the andalites to come and then it's just like oh the Yurks are coming we all gotta morph again after like a full book's worth of stuff mm-hmm. happening before and this time the Yurks show up uh with human controller cops which i think happened for the first time in the previous book but every time that happens yeah. it is yeah I so so spooky to me yeah or it's such an effective yeah. tie-in to like hey already we shouldn't necessarily there's a lot of issues with trust that are being brought up yeah 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 um god they don't even so like they don't even know what the york mission is at this point they're just like we gotta get out of here (laughs) the yorks are interrupting our interstellar (laughs) they picked um, up the other line my modem is no longer functioning (laughs) yeah Um, so they they bounce. Ax and Tobias pick up the modified transponder yeah. and run. Everybody else morphs birds of prey and flies off to safety. Um, so they have to kind of do one of several off, mostly off-screen capers. Yeah. Like they are told, we're told they <laughs> knock out some controllers and bail, but a lot of details are left to your imagination. Um, and at this point, they're like pretty sure that Vistor Three is now Vistor right. One. But like they haven't gotten, they haven't gotten a like formal <laughs> like letter mail. He or hasn't anything. updated his business cards yet. <laughs> we won't know until he shows up to hand deliver to them. Yeah, or like to like yell about his mm-hmm. successes at them. Um, but they're pretty much assuming it because that's a pretty safe assumption at this right. point. Um, so back at the scoop. <laughs> One of the brief moments of joy was Marco, Axe, and Tobias all hanging out and um, watching TV. Yes. <laughs> hanging out Extremely in the street. Extremely good. And I'm just, I'm so, and like, they're just complaining about no channels. Mm-hmm. Tobias is like making fun of Marco for using out of date idioms, which is cute. Yeah. It's just like, they're teens. Things that are kind of yeah. nice. Uh, but then it does veer into Marco pontificating about how people today are too uh-huh. complacent because they aren't afraid of global <laughs> warfare. And and that's when I was first like, oh, okay. <laughs> <This> <laughs> different is, time. It's been uh, a little over 10 years or 15 years and uh, <laughs> my feelings on this have changed. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. Yeah. We've all grown. Uh, the world is, is different. It's horrible. Yeah. The world is different. We are different. It's bad news. Can't but, step in the um, same river twice. So. Axe has he does, a chance to show off his new Apple laptop, um, which he did by uh, using Rachel's credit card from Circuit yes, City. Yes. I love, I love the detail of like, yeah, we used a bunch of Rachel's allowance on that credit card. And she said I owed her big time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is the detail I'm in yep. here for. Um, it is also a lime green nice. iMac, which is the... <laughs> keyboard i'm commandeered for my my it's current desktop setup yeah. is is like my old lime green imac keyboard because it's lying Perfect. around and it works still <laughs> um so i really connected to that part <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my only connect i don't care about these kids who have made me feel too many emotions no, but this keyboard this oh boy that's the real anger i'll oh, hang my hat on that 
that's a reference i understand <laughs> oh man um, right, sorry now i'm thinking oh, about man. how bad ready player one is but i can't go down <laughs> that hole Ooh, ooh, ooh. anyway um, uh they're talking through uh man it's a shame we don't know the york's whole plan but this uh beautiful lime green iMac despite its yeah, perfect coloration can... is not technologically advanced enough for me to hijack the entire z-space communication yeah um marco kind of jokingly so, suggests well you know what you could do is just break yeah. into the u.s government's personal stash of supercomputing time and run that run why a not? program on that why not uh and then Axe is kind of like you know what <laughs> like i mean why, why not? not um and they they do get marco's i think they get marco's dad to help because he's a tech man mm-hmm. <laughs> um and he's the re- he's like the responsible tech right. adult thank goodness they have one <laughs> thank goodness i'm glad he has um, something to do too and they get, like, uh, Marco and Tobias to hang out, and they're going to hack the NSA on the, their little iMac. This is such a cute <laughs> sequence. Everything about it is extremely good. Um, yeah. Axe calls Marco rolling his eyes an unfortunate and unattractive expression, so you know our boy is paying attention. Oh, Like, I, I love that, like, there's another point where he says something about, like, I have studied oh, human... Yeah communication so i understand what it means when they show yeah. now. <laughs> like, like, oh it's honey so good. and man all those little touches of like a him bit. talking to the future andalite reader make the end of this book so much more devastating uh, oh my <sighs> god yeah uh spoilers this book ends on a real abrupt note that was really emotional yes. <laughs> there's um, also uh looking back over my notes of the start of the book having read how this book ends is like wow you are this is a lot of the yeah. interiority and the conversations Axe is having kind of off screen, off page in his head are telegraphed really well yeah. in this early part of the book. Because a lot of it is him sitting and thinking and commenting on like, oh, human morals are kind of flexible based on the situation. A lot like Andalite's morality mm. of convenience. Uh, what do we think about hypocrisy? How, why is it okay to do this sometimes and not others? Uh, in the context of like yeah. uh, them hacking into the NSA, which is always fine. Just go for it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I feel like as teens, that's already, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sure, I'll hack the NSA. It's just, fine. That's just her dad telling us now what yeah. to do. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, man. Um, the heist sequence is really good because it is extremely short. Uh, it's, like, built up to as if it's, like, going to be a huge deal of how are we going to hack the NSA? What are we going to do to get past their firewall? And then Axe yeah. just dashes off, like... It took me two seconds to write a program that could get past their defenses. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Just like a little humble brag, like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. so <laughs> Like, I'm an Andalite, so. Um, but, yeah, like, the whole time he's having all these, um, like, he talks about how he he likes, the, like, he cares about these humans and he, le- he like, he, they're his yeah. friends. Um, but he he's, like, talking about how he thought his future would be on the Andalite planet, how maybe he would get together with the purple, purple one. girl yeah. Andalite. <laughs> um, maybe it would be, like, easy. And then he's like, but now everything is different and hard and scary, and this is the beginning of the book, yeah. so it's, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably Axe thinking about how he can't, he can't unchange his decisions at the end of the book. Um, and he's, like, thinking about how it's really unlikely that he can just go home after oh, this. Baby. So. What does that mean for him? And he can't, obviously you can't complain about this to your human friends <laughs> who are, 
Like, hey, Marco, I know how you're presumed Marco's dead and your dad is living with a bunch right. of robot dogs. <laughs> yeah. But also, um, yeah, I'm how only you... two. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. These poor kids. Um, but, yeah, I I didn't even think about the beginning of the book until now. Man. Man. They got me. K.A. Applegate, once again. <sighs> got <Great> me! <laughs> Ruined my life um, and made me so happy to yeah. have read this devastating story. I read your book. <laughs> oh, that's an old me. Um, <laughs> so basically, now they know Visser One is in right. charge. They, they decode I mean, this whole former Visser Three. The Visser formerly known as Three. Uh, they decode yeah. this whole communication. They find out that there's this operation named after Visser Three. Named after. Yeah. Him, York his name. York self's <laughs> numbers, um, which is so, of course, what a good it detail. Is. This um, little egomaniac. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't name it something like even more like right, like Espen's Espen's cool plan nine four six. Yeah, <laughs> Espen rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they're like, oh yeah, um, Nuvisor one's not really gonna keep doing the slow invasion he's mm-hmm. gonna go for the the uh literal nuclear option yeah yeah axe brings up the point that the yurks don't need all of humanity alive in order to staff yeah. uh staff is the least gross way to put uh yeah enslave the yeah. entire to give the entire yurk species hosts they only need a fraction of yeah. the humans that are alive on this planet so the easiest strategy would be to just mm, remove a bunch of humans <laughs> yeah uh yeah like um of course, like it makes sense, but also, oh, yeah, God. to see it okay. written on the page is very bleak. <laughs> they check in with a barn meeting. It also, yeah, yeah. It also kind of feels like the Yurks haven't. Um, they don't fully understand how devastating humans have engineered things for each yeah. other. Which I'm not. Which I'm sure is an angle they've considered when they wrote this in the book. Um, so, uh, the the. Cool Visser One plan <laughs> um, involves like they're gonna. They, yeah, do at this point, it's very mysterious. With, All they know is it's uh, yeah. two sets of coordinates and a time, uh, or two sets of times, mm-hmm. which are today, this very day, like yeah. seven hours from now, deep out into the ocean. Yeah. Um. So they're like, I guess we should like assume the Andalites aren't gonna come help mm-hmm. us out because why would adults ever come help us out? <laughs> um. And, like, there is a sequence where Axe is, like, being asked about if he thinks the fleet is oh. coming, and he's struggling really hard about how we should answer that, um, which is really upsetting, yeah. because he has to, like, hold that from everyone, but also he feels that loyalty to Jake to not lie to him, but also he can't make the Andalites look bad, and I'm just like, this pork is It's too pork. much. It's, it's too much for any one teen. Um, no one teen yeah. can... even I mean you know even these teens these teens yeah. these teens with their powers combined it's far too much um, so it, the course of this barn meeting is just like brutal truth after brutal truth yeah. of there's literally no morph that we have that can get us there in time uh, we're gonna have to morph humans and steal a fighter jet to get out there which leads yeah, into basically. Cassie and Jake <laughs> having another like long sweet sad conversation which felt like each one of these books feels like an ending. Like, uh, now that we're into yeah. the last uh, 10, the final OVA, it really feels like any one of them is addressing moral questions on such complexity yeah. and reaching back to span the range of several books that it could be the end of the series. 
And this one is like Cassie facing down Jake and saying, this is how this always goes. We always have a reason yeah. to abandon our humanity. And Jake pushing back, like, the only thing it comes down to is one of us all alone asking, am I right to do whatever it takes for the greater good? Do I trust myself enough to know that I won't become evil in the process? It's always that personal. Yeah. And to look back yeah. at that after finishing the book is also really uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's, it's hard. It's hard um, to be a teen at war. Yeah. And also, like, acts says i think it's only in his narration that cassie mm. like she is always the one raising that question but she will also do what's best yeah. for the team because like she she is the one thinking about these things but also she does have that sense of needing to do right. what it she'll like, do what she, it takes to get the job done yeah. which is good i'm glad axe recognizes yeah. how good cassie is yeah it's also like i i like that complexity mm-hmm. to her because it would be really easy to have her be like the like, no fun right. one who doesn't want to fight and is going to stick behind and disappears after this book or something. Um, but, no, it's, like, it's way more complicated for her. And it's just that they're all dealing with this situation in different right. ways. And that's, like, the whole setup of these characters. And it's, like, playing out more um, explicitly than it was before. Um, yeah. yeah. The stakes are higher. <laughs> the emotional stakes are higher. <laughs> the physical consequences are higher. It's really good. Um, and yeah. I it's really sad. So yeah, they're so, going to steal a plane. Yeah, I do appreciate that, like, they go from that really intense barn meeting to the next chapter is, like, two guys talking about, like... Well, they're financial... Fin- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about, like, financial advice <laughs> and, like, what they're deciding to do. And then it's just clop, 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 clop. I appeared from behind a row of metal lockers. <laughs> Remain calm, I said. <laughs> and then he just, like, knocks them out. Oh, Axe. Uh, yeah, Axe has a couple of, yeah, very good, dry, has, witty like, moments. some moments, yeah. yeah. Which I clung um, to desperately, but, like a life Yeah, I was like, please, don't forget this about yourself. <laughs> I know you're going through some things, but this may help you in the future. Hold on to your humor. When the yurks are... <laughs> um, I also like that he mentions that he... He doesn't, like, like being a human is hard for him because there are some ways that it's really mm-hmm. good. Like, he likes taste and movies. And And, it, yeah, he says it's something too compelling. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me seem like I fit yeah. here. Um, and that's why he's kind of unsure about morphing this time. I think especially because everything that's going on. He's been thinking about, am I going to side with my people even though they basically abandoned us? Or am I going to side with these humans who I care about, but would like doing so would cut me off from my a whole like, other set of possible and... futures. Yeah. And he's literally facing it. <laughs> this, this poor. Yeah. He kid. only morphs humans in this book and he does it like four times too. Yeah. I lost track of how many different humans there were. Um, because this book was more about like spy yeah. mission. Everyone morphs human and infiltrate a, big boat of humans. <laughs> Jake would be so mad because <laughs> I too only oh think God. of this as a big boat. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I think that I can hear him in my head yeah. like actually screaming the battleship SS Andrea yeah. and uh yeah. here are the number of engines that it has and the 17 submarines oh and where God. each of them was manufactured and how many bolts there all are on the hull and where you can enter the exhaust yeah. port. Oh my God. I can like like you know he'd be one of those kids where he wouldn't 
He wouldn't um, outwardly say that he was mad, but he would kind of do that pause, and then he'd just be, like, very seriously launching into, well, actually, that's the, um, this movie. <laughs> like, 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 and then he would be, like, looking kind of impatient, like, the whole time he wants to be like, how do you not know this is a fool? <laughs> but, like, he knows that this, yeah, oh, my God. I can't believe that Jake, knowing all this stuff about planes, which is clearly, like, the, the people making this book did yeah. research. Um, and are feeding it into Jake's mouth, but it makes one hundred. It does. Like, He's the kid who I, doodles I, them in his notebooks yeah. all the time. He's a playboy. Yeah, and he had, like he had, like he a granddad been... who fought in a war. Yeah, yeah. He would have been like obsessing about like cool planes. He could have been regardless. an engineer, Meg. He could have been a pilot. Yeah. He could have been an AU. aviation engineer. He had so many careers ahead of him. He could have like. Ugh. Yeah, same. But no, he's using his powers to identify um, all of the like planes they come across and like figure out like what kind of ship they're mm-hmm. on and who would be in charge where they and... can hide and who they have to like yeah. knock out in order to survive yeah. <laughs> so very practical <laughs> concerns um i did like the description of um axe morphing because he, he he says now i was standing on two human legs i was pleased to discover they were relatively sturdy because it's like a grown yeah. human i guess it's like man a grown man thick. i'm into it yeah i love it these muscles i can just stand so sturdily <laughs> like you cannot knock me over oh man okay uh, i would read a scene where it is just him challenging the rest of them to like poke him yeah. <laughs> like no my balance is impeccable just try to knock me over like just you try <laughs> um so they yeah. subdue the maintenance crew rachel morse's co-pilot the others are going to be fleas and hide on their bodies um yeah. gross this mission yeah. this is is so like this is wild i could not follow yeah, the I end do... of this particular caper also but that's fine no like so like rachel is his co-pilot because she's enthusiastic i yeah. guess which i mean i guess I would trust her to blend in with other, like, like full gung ho army types, but like, why not? Jake? <laughs> but whatever, it doesn't it's matter. Fine. The important point is we need to have like a uh, like Axe and Rachel caper, which is yeah. fine. And everyone else are just bugs and fleas on Gross. them. Uh, they have to get into pressure suits, which does add the layer of Axe can't demorph inside a pressure suit because his tail <laughs> yeah. would rip it apart and they'd all die. He trapped. Yeah. Um. And I, I, it made me sad that, like, when they're talking about, like, they are able to take off without, like, anything going wrong. He's able to pilot the ship, even though he's used to piloting Andalite ships. Um, and everything is going, like, too smooth. Mm-hmm. And, like, Rachel is actually the one who was like, wow, we were really lucky. And then Axe is going, that was too lucky. I'm afraid this won't go well after this. And I was like, Baby. no, Axe, no, you can't be the pessimist here. <laughs> we need you. Um, yeah, because then Rachel calls him a pessimist, and he says, no, I'm a realist. And I'm just like, You're no, so Axe, young. No. <laughs> You have so much time this to human, develop that. This human brain has got you already. <laughs> it's been, like, ten minutes. Don't let it. Don't let it, Axe. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a brief good aside about Marco complaining to Axe that he's, uh, he's a flea. He's in an F-16. Mm-hmm. This is the coolest thing ever, but he can't even feel it because he's just a flea on Axe's back. He can't even ride the roller coaster at the gardens because nope. he's legally dead, and now he's getting to ride in a fighter oh, jet, no. and he doesn't even oh, feel my God. it. 
can't someone give Marco like um like a Mr. Magoo disguise <laughs> and like let him go or to the amusement park? Or I guess morph Jake. Like he literally has a yeah, solution. Yeah, just morph Jake for yeah. the day, or like make himself a like a new fusion yeah. blend of all his Ooh, friends. New at Starbucks fusion blends. <laughs> fusion friend blend. <laughs> um, I think this is the point where the the plane is going towards the the ocean. Mm-hmm. And Axe determines that the best way to survive is to do this, like, 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 he's going to make the plane hit the ground, but he thinks only he will probably die yeah, in this Yeah, space. Oh, no, he thinks he's going to die. He starts doing the Andalite ritual for death yeah. in his head and not, not sharing it with Rachel. Yeah. But I think he thought that there was some way that everyone else could yeah. get out. Like, I think because he thought it would take him too long to demorph or He something. thought everyone else was going to survive, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going through, like, the whole... Um, like Andalite uh, ritual that he described many books ago, um, but he lives obviously because <laughs> book isn't be over upsetting. Yet. Um, they all so um, the plane. They have to ditch the plane because they have arrived at these coordinates. There's an aircraft carrier there. Um, the people in the aircraft carrier spot them, so they obviously yeah. have to get out of the plane before it can be shot down. Jake starts nerding yeah. out about what kind of aircraft carrier yeah. it is. It's great. The girls are like, this we don't know what like... you're talking about, and that's fine. <laughs> It's, like, this is, like, one of the other bright spots where, like, like, Jake, like, starts, like, rattling off the deets of one of Uh these, and Rachel goes, do you have (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, Marco is, like, so proud of him, but also is making fun Uh of him. Like, it's very endearing, Uh, and it makes me really happy. Yeah, and even Axe gets to uh, turn to the narrator as Marco in Flea Morph is like, no, Rachel, like, listen, any bit of this info can save our lives. And Axe turns to the reader and is like, if Marco were human, he would have raised his eyebrows at Rachel. This is how well I've come to know the meanings and uses of human physical gestures. It's like, I'm so proud of your studies. Good yeah, job. You've learned so mm-hmm. much. I don't think I would learn that much about animals. No. I would be like, they're blue. <laughs> they're nice. I don't know what it means but... when they turn one stock eye and not another. Yeah. Like, does that mean something? Like, what if he's been communicating all this stuff and they've never picked yeah, it up? Yeah, I, I like, totally buy that. Their, you know, their nonverbal gestures course. are completely different because they don't have like, mouths or eyebrows. It's like, it's hard enough understanding other oh humans God, as yeah, a human. For real. Like, please, give me a master class <laughs> any day. Give me, like, the secret codes of, like, how to understand every, like, physical motion <laughs> that someone makes when they talk to me. <sighs> um, so, yeah, so they're like, okay, we gotta get some human morphs here mm-hmm. and infiltrate. Um, and, like, they joke about, like, hey, Axeman, stay away from the cafeteria. And then, like, Axe is totally in soldier mode and he's just like, nope, no problem. Like, <laughs> got it, no! Like, please. <laughs> Why can't he? Just one I bun. To... Just one, like, piece yeah. of bad Navy food. Yeah. Like, ha- let him have, like, an astronaut ice cream. Um, I don't know what they me eat. Me neither. On... I apologize. Maybe Navy <laughs> food is great. Ship. I don't know. Yeah, My brain is like, hardtack, but that's definitely, like, sailing yeah. the seas in the 1800s. One ate hardtack. I am no longer certain what yeah. one eats. They might... I don't know. I, actually, I've seen videos of people eating military rations uh. on YouTube, and they seem... Uh, to very wide, like quality is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a brief seagull like, caper, which I just want to skip over because it's there are so yeah, many capers. No. This is wild. Uh, we have to get to the, the soul crushing yeah. stuff. We don't, have time. we don't have time for fun. They they survive. Um, they get seagulls. They get on the ship. Um, they manage to hide themselves and start discussing strategy yeah. for where they're going to go to figure out what's happening. 
Jake also knows about everything yeah. on he knows about the the random passageways, the knee knockers. Oh yeah. That everyone trips on that are it seems there. like a weird thing to build into a ship, but it's fine. Like, sure. Uh and, and Axe is like, I didn't trip even once. <laughs> <laughs> I am proud of him. He did a good job. Yeah, so it's like he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Um Jake is casually mentioning, like, oh, there's nuclear reactors, there's missile systems, yeah. there's going to be Navy and Marines, here's what kind of uniform you need to wear, here's where you need to go to blend in. Um, so they're infiltrating. Axe is going to morph a pilot, and the others are going to morph cockroaches and ride in his pocket. Again, nasty. Just a pocket full of roaches. <laughs> Roche Pocket is the unsuccessful yeah. marketing attempt to follow up Roche Motel. <laughs> Not a fan. Like, that's such a bad... But I guess what other ideas are there? Um, right. So he's, like, walking around. I think he's trying to, like, hear what people are saying to kind of, like, figure out um, what the lay of the land is. I have this sentence, and then, bingo, as Marco has been known to say. <laughs> with, like, no context, but I think that was him listening for what's going on. Good. Cute. Um... And they quickly realize that there's, uh... There's, like, a high-ranking admiral yeah. on ship. I kept confusing the admiral and the commander. I apologize yeah, in advance for how I, often I'm going to get that wrong. I think I, until now, had not registered what the different chain of command on this ship was. Me too. Um, I still don't know. It's fine. Yeah. Well, all you need to know is that there's, a, like, a cool... There's, like, a big hot shot in charge. Yeah. There's a Top Gun. There's a Top Gun here. And he's in charge. Um, and there's suspicious chatter. Oh, Chapman is also here. So Chapman, yeah, Chapman and, is like, there. <laughs> Chapman and an admiral are here to talk to the hotshot. And they're like, oh, we brought you a gift. Let's go back to your private oh, yeah. quarters to give it to you. Um, so they're like, that seems way suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like go to the guy talking to the hotshot. And it's a portable yerk pool, which I was picturing as, like, a tiny inflatable, like... <laughs> a toddler's pool. Yeah, yeah. a little paddling With a little pool. flamingo on it. Um, and, like, they managed to, like, knock that over and, like, try to intercept everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I think somehow, again, I don't remember who was who. Visser 2 is already in the Admiral's body. Yeah, he's one of the big wigs on this ship. Mm-hmm. Um... Which implies that more than just Chapman on this ship are probably controllers. Mm-hmm. Um, which is bad news because then there's also, like, some guys have been killed on one of the decks and it seems like they're trying to use that as, like, the Yurks are trying to use that as an excuse to fire on a Chinese ship nearby. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, like that's, like, part of the plan that unfurls as the Animorphs figure out what's going on. Yeah, it is an elaborate web of lies. There is a brief good moment when they first meet Visser 2 where he, like, his first couple of sentences are him screaming that no Andalite bandits are going to spoil yeah. the glorious mission of the great Visser 1 <laughs> and his devoted servant, which is good. It really sets I, the tone. Yeah, I like that now we, we're we seeing that, like, oh, no, he had people who did think he was cool. He had Just, fans, right. Yeah, it, like, none of his superiors felt that way, <laughs> but they were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not on his mission, because I feel like you would... Any admiration would get killed immediately if you actually had to do any work for him. Right. Oh, because he would be killed, understandably, and immediately. And you would just see him, like, yelling and then walking off to, like, leave all this destruction in his wake. And you'd just be like, oh, 
okay, I guess we have to fix everything we <laughs> by getting mad at like three animals that broke in. <laughs> I gotta catch those bats. Yeah. Don't stop me. <laughs> How many like near misses did he have with like random animals? <laughs> Where he like, just like someone's beautiful pet, something. cat wanders by. Yeah. He's like, no, I must no. have it. Put that animal into the holding bay. <laughs> oh, I would visit his petting zoo. Yeah. In the wreckage uh, of Earth. Yeah. Because I need to believe that he would keep them all alive to make sure that yeah. they aren't Andalites. He would, like, try to talk to them. And right. they would just look at him in confusion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, they might be Andalites. is just a cover for the fact yeah. that he's grown attached to these like, beautiful tigers. I, but Yeah, this animal speaks to me. <laughs> not literally, but, like, I do feel... <laughs> no, it does not use thought speak. I would does be, not. It should be clear. It should be clear. Um, so... Oh boy! So they they gotta yeah get things some... got a little twisted for me. Um, yeah, I lost a little bit of the thread. At me this too. Point. There's too many men who are yelling and highly ranked yeah. officers, and I couldn't keep track of which one was which. Um, and there's also a lot of like, Axe has to get a different human bod, right? A new um, and different morph. Yeah. Um. So he like. He heads for the combat information yeah. center because Jake knows, like, that's the next place to go now that the Admiral is revealed revealed to be a Yerk. Like, that's where he's going to go to try to set up the next step of this caper. Yeah. Um, so Axe morphs somebody new. Cassie helps him morph. I think at this point he's split up from the rest of the kids. Yeah. Uh, or so. he just has Jake in his pocket. He gets to this co- combat info center, and that is where they watch what looks like a missile launched yeah. from this uh, this submarine of Chinese origin. It looks like it is launching a missile at them, yeah. but somehow this is a fake that the Yerks have done. Yeah, like it's a hologram or something? Question mark. I could not follow it. Yeah, but basically the Yerks have set up, they want to start a war between the U.S. and China, and China. because um, China has... Like, the wiki says because they have the largest population, but I don't think in the book they say they say exactly why, except that it's yeah. a big world power. Um, and uh, they would fight us if we started fighting them. <laughs> um, so that's, like, the Yerks' plan is to start this war, and then, like, I guess all of that chaos will result in the Yerks being able to do whatever they want. Right. Um, Humans, I think, essentially, the plan is lots of humans kill yeah. each other off. Yerks get to sweep in and pick up the pieces as hosts. Yeah. Especially if a bunch of Yerks are in high command of the military, Yeah, I yeah guess. that does help. Um, so <sighs> Axe spells it out for the reader um, that with this attack, the Yerks are trying to instigate a world war. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, Jake, too far away from Axe, is kind of sending him off on his own mission. Like, we have to stop this. We can't let the U.S.-based Yerks retaliate yeah. against this fake attack. You have to get to the Admiral or the Captain and stop them from yeah. uh, launching a retaliatory attack. Um, so he does... He he morphs Visser... He, he finds Visser 2. No, he morphs... He finds Captain Plummer, tries to get him to recall the planes, mm-hmm. but he's in morph as the Admiral, so he acquired... I skipped over some parts of this, yeah, or I my think, brain just, like, skidded yeah, no, off think, of the details of who is like, an admiral and who is captain yeah. and commander. Um, I think it's like he knocks out Visser 2, who is mm-hmm. the second in command. No, the, was the one in command. He acquires his human morph, goes to the higher 
other guy and tells him to recall the planes. And that works. Okay. For now. Okay. Yeah, you're totally right. Because it looks for a brief <laughs> moment as if things are going to be fine. And Axe spends a little while, like, meditating on, like, how many soldiers are on this ship. They're yeah. all thinking of home. Everybody on this other sub from China is also thinking of home. We have to fix this because, you know, even in my warlike culture, it's this is unthinkable. To have a war on this scale would be uh, completely immoral. And it seems like, oh, we've avoided war mm-hmm. because, yeah, uh, Axe used diplomacy. But then there's, like, one of those weird, like, chapter, like, yeah. um, uh, I'm presuming it's either, it's not, um, uh, not the Elemist, it's, uh, one eye. The one, or Cryak, or yeah. whichever one, yeah. Um, because it's, like, a different font, and it's separate from the text, um, mm-hmm. and that's saying everything is going as planned. Uh, so, like, the book hasn't ended yet. So things might not actually be fine. <laughs> things are going to get a whole lot worse, my friend. So um they find the admiral's body and then the visitor's like, "Don't worry, recalling the jets didn't actually stop my horrible plan." So mm-hmm. I mean, not my horrible plan. Visitor 3's amazing plan. Yeah, I'm sorry. Helping. My cool my cool boss's cool plan. Yeah. Esplin's cool plan 92. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he's basically saying, like, please let me give you my villain speech. Yes! I wrote down almost word for word the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I suppose you have waited long and patiently enough for this, the revelation of my brilliant scheme. <laughs> Here's how it plays. Then he goes Good. on to, um, explain the whole, like, we're gonna start a war thing. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we stopped that. Like, we, we didn't do that. And then he's like, don't worry, in two hours... Um, like, we're gonna report to the U.S. government that we were attacked, so regardless, they're, they're gonna want to do something. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole separate, the other set of coordinates is this whole separate nuclear submarine staffed only by taxons, <laughs> which no matter what, unless I, Visser 2, give the order, is gonna launch a nuke, uh, against a city in China. Yeah. So that's great So you, you've done nothing. You've done nothing, Andalite Bannets. He has another good line at some point where he's like, I thought Visser 1 was exaggerating his loathing of you, Bannets, <laughs> yeah. but you truly are. Such a frustration. Yeah. Which is very good. Um, so he goes on to spell out, here are the many ways in which a nuclear war is perfect for Yerks, uh, yeah. which are all very upsetting. And I had to sit back and be like, I, I don't remember this. I read this book. I have no recollection of the time when... Uh, nuclear war almost happened, and I just am flabbergasted by how easily I blipped right over it and was only worried about the emotional consequences of, like, but are the teens okay? I feel like, I think it's, like, both that we were too young to have lived through that at all, and also too young to have been taught about it. Yeah. So I think, like, the readers of this book were an age where they were like, I know that that's a thing. But it we sounds, didn't grow up during, yeah. like, Cold War era. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that sounds bad. I don't mm-hmm. want that. So I want the Animorphs to stop it. But also, like, the concept of all of that was, like, not in our minds. And also, I think in the late 90s, early 1000s, like, pre-9-11, we mm-hmm. thought, like, we handled that. That's done. Everyone knows how bad that was. We're right. not going to do that again. <laughs> um, and now time has passed. And Yes. It's 2018. Anyway, it um, is 2018. Uh, that's a good hope to return to and remember that once we yeah, felt please. that way. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so, yeah, and I guess kids in general think about peril differently, right? Like if yeah. you really think about the consequences that were laid out in any of the books we were reading at that time, they are often so large a scale that you can't comprehend them, yeah. so which makes them a little easier to stomach, I think. I think also like kids don't understand the concept of like it's not just going to be this one country is going to do something bad right. and everyone's upset. It's going to be that the concept of one country being able to do that will cause all these other countries to want mm-hmm. like like it's like all of that like escalation stuff that I like I don't remember being taught until like right late middle school, definitely high school. If then, yeah. yeah. High school history classes were bad. <laughs> our, our education system <laughs> Um, we can't. This is too many, yeah. too many rants already. Too many hot takes about yeah. our lives. Um, <laughs> about how underfunded yeah. schools are. Anyway. I was, I was startled that um, during Visser 2's, like, talk, and he's, like, talking about, like, it's going to be great, my plan's going to unfold, and then he does, like, a weird salute. Oh, um, yeah. And Marco is, like, talking about, like, I'm waiting for him to, like, sing that Nazi song, The Future Belongs to Me, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a children's book. <laughs> but, yeah. like... It. I don't think I knew what that reference was, and I think, mm-hmm. like, if you don't, you just know the Nazis were the bad guys, like in Indiana Jones or whatever. Right. Um, and it's, like, weirdly more scary now. <laughs> to... Oh, yeah. No, it's absolutely because of, this is... Okay, yeah. we can't. I just anyway. said no more rants, but, yeah, it's bad. Our anyway, um, so they're like, we can't negotiate with this guy. He's a fanatic about mm-hmm. how much he loves Mr. 3 so much. <laughs> um. And so they Axe knocks him down the stairwell. <laughs> good, good choice, Axe. Uh, meanwhile, actual bug fighters start approaching overhead, which again is kind of a first because yeah. we are here on a U.S. military vessel, and there are alien fighters just yeah. like swooping right in. Um, and there are, may we remind you, six, six teens, yeah. six hum- well, five humans, yeah. and one Andalite teens. Yeah, and I think some of them have started morphing animals now, which must be yeah. very confusing if you're just your average non-controller. <laughs> Like, going about your day, and you're like, well, I've got these things I have to do, and then you look over, and there's, like... <laughs> there's a grizzly bear just yeah. in the corner, chatting down on astronaut <sighs> ice cream. Um, but, like, Marco's like, wait a minute, it seems like some of these sailors are on our side. Oh. Because turns these, out... These all broke my heart. Yeah, it's really sad. Turns out, when there's alien ships and stuff... The sailors who aren't controllers are like, hey, um, don't like that. I'm going to help this bear. Yeah. <laughs> like, which yeah. I respect. Like, good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, right. There was such, it was, there's a couple of beautiful moments of, yeah. like, the kids, our teens, working side by side alongside uh, Marines grown-ups. and naval yeah. officers. Right. Like, real military grownups uh, to fight back some of the bug fighters. But also, these are giant flying alien spacecraft. Like, they are doing a yeah. lot of damage to the battleship. Uh, sorry, it's definitely an aircraft carrier. Please forgive me. That makes sense, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> we aren't, we aren't Jakes. Yeah, sorry, not, not a everyone, Jake. Not everyone can be a big Jake. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. There is a moment where Axe is talking about how oh, yeah. <laughs> there's ladder-like stairs, and he's like, I had to halt because my Andalite body is superior to humans in many ways. It is not... <laughs> But it's not great for going up and down stairs as an Andalite. <laughs> but there, he um, does get to show off. There are a couple of sequences where people try to sneak up on him yeah. while he's an Andalite. And he's just like, don't worry about it. I had yeah. one of my stock eyes turned I got that it. way. Knocked him out. I got it. Um, so he's like looking at the stairwell and how he can't go down <laughs> it. And then there's um, a uh, like a 
a sailor or soldier walking around, and Axe says he asked him politely for the temporary use of his genetic material in his outer layers of clothing. <laughs> and the guy is like, yeah, go for it. He <laughs> like says, the aliens. I'm honored. Borrow away. Go get that alien skull. Yeah, which I was like, I like this is really, I'm glad that there's like at least some adults who are like, yeah, here you go. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> like, that's good. I'm glad. Um, yeah. So that that was like the last moment where I was like, "Oh, this is great! They're cooperating. This is going to be fine." That's it. I can pinpoint oh, also, now that that is exactly the point where I he, last felt joy in this. Yeah, book. he does also say that he immediately began to morph, and the guy oh, yeah, um, turns around and barfs. Yeah, he's like, "I didn't tell him that it might be disturbing." I watched <laughs> as my face split to form a human mouth. He put his hand over his own mouth and turned away. <laughs> like, oh, honey, oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, so then the fun fun time is over. Um, Axe manages to make it up the ladders. He gets to the deck <laughs> of the aircraft carrier and immediately spots uh, the captain who had previously been helping them. Yeah, has been grievously injured by a bug fighter and is sitting on the deck dying. Yeah, um, the yerk crawls out of its head, uh, out of his head. Yeah, um, as like other controllers refuse to help him because the host body is dying. Yeah, um, and Axe just sits down and stays with the captain as yeah. he slowly dies. He stomps the yerk, right? Mm-hmm. If I remember, oh, right. yeah. he for sure yeah. stomps that yerk. Yeah, he that's that's done. That yerk is yeah. done. Um, and yeah, and he, then there's just like ten pages of descriptions yeah. of him slowly sitting with the captain as the captain asks, like, "Are things going to be okay?" And then dies, and then a whole other chapter of him narrating as uh, the bug fighters continue to shoot down soldiers yeah. all around him, and people are just dying left and right on the deck. Yeah. Like, they, they mention, actually, in this book that they had, been, like, they mentioned the um, Time Traveling Battles book. Yeah. Um, which was kind of goofy, but, like, also did set up that they have seen this before and they mm-hmm. were affected by it. But also, that was so brief and, like, they didn't have the context that they do yeah. here. And um, this lingers. I mean, there, there are descriptions of, like, oh, I see people getting into a life raft. Maybe they're going to get away and be okay. Oh, a bug fighter has shot down that life raft and everyone on it is dead. Yeah. Like, real, we talk a lot about how much Animorphs is a story about war and a yeah. war story, but this is the first time that it's really felt like, yep. here are the consequences of what's been happening and what's been happening yeah. and what's been easily glossed over p- before. Yeah, so it's it's real bad and, like, real yeah. dark. Um, and it's not done yet. No. Um, there is... <laughs> there is one good part where um, he goes... He's trying to find... Um, someone else in charge who will tell him where the visor is oh it's chapman he goes to find chapman who's hiding <laughs> hiding in a room with a cup of coffee and chapman like throws coffee at him and that's just like <laughs> it does nothing but that's like chapman's only defense is like yeah. uh. <laughs> um and he threatens to kill chapman because things are not fun anymore mm-hmm. um but Chapman can't stop yeah. the viscer. I think no. the eventual uh, the consequence of that conversation is they figure out like they have no idea how to negotiate with this fascist fanatic. Like, what can yeah. you possibly threaten him with or promise him that'll get him to stop? Uh, yeah, to not launch a nuclear attack. Yeah, you can't. That's what he like. That's all he wants. Like he, yeah. like I think even if they offered up themselves as collateral, he wouldn't care at this point because that would mm-hmm. just be a bonus on top of his cool plan because he finally got that promotion. Right. Um, so Axe jumps back up above Dex, uh, probably doesn't jump, probably carefully navigates <laughs> the stairs once again and is very proud and I'm proud of him too. Baby. 
he sees yeah. Marco sitting with another soldier who is just slowly dying on the yeah. page. Um, and he is looking for Jake to try to figure out what on earth can we possibly do. Yeah, and I think it's like Axe is putting together what has to happen. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't say, say, it, say it. Yeah. But you I don't think see... he ever specifically says the words of what he's threatening yeah. on the page. Um but like you can like there's descriptions of like we do what we must, my blood mm-hmm. ran cold, Prince Jake, I have to talk to you. Like like stuff yeah. where it's like as like because I read the end of the book already, seeing it again is like, oh they were like they were really um communicating the wheels spinning even though yeah. you don't know what he means so like that's it's like really effective like yeah. the sense of dread is there even yeah if you have not put the pieces together yourself yeah i think especially because axe was like kind of fun in previous books like yeah. the fact that he is like processing all this in like the way that he was taught at school to be a cadet and like oh yeah he is good at this he was trained to do this we haven't seen him having to actually use that and i think he is, like, facing what that actually means in actual battle, like, in, in right. like, Chronicles. Not in a simulation, yeah. Yeah, like, this is, like, but he, it's, like, oh, when it Marco... It is, like, the end of, like, Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, babies. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, like, I mean, he even talks to Marco later, like, like, you understand what it means to know what has to be done, despite And Marco's, how like, yeah, yeah, Axe, I trust you to be ruthless. Yeah. I know where you come from. Yeah, and, like, it's really rough and of course jake like doesn't catch on like because jake is trying to be a good person even though he like he he he's into this military stuff but like he wants to also be like a decent person who doesn't like get his friends hurt or Mm -hmm. like anyone hurt but also he just isn't as ruthless as marco and axe and i guess sometimes rachel yeah so uh I guess we should be more specific about what's happening because I could sit here and wallow all day. But in case you have not read it, um, Axe on deck finds Jake, um, explains the situation and tells him he needs to steal this specific fighter plane and he wants Jake's help in doing it. Yeah. Um, And Jake kind of hesitates and is like, why? Yeah, wait, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. And like, he's like, by yourself. Like, you can't go by yourself. Like, um, and Axe is like, no, I need to be... Oh, like, like, I think what we have to do is um, target the Yerk pool, and that would be the only thing that would mm-hmm. s- attempt to stop him is if we threaten to destroy that. Right. Um, uh, and, and what's not, not spelled out at that moment is what kind of missile he is planning to target oh, the Yerk yeah, pool yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. yeah, I think I... I was glossing over that at some points, yeah. and then, like, when he's actually in the place, like, oh, um, right. But that's the plane with the nuclear missile, yeah. I think. So when he says target the nu- the the Yerk pool, what he means yeah. is uh, drop a nuclear missile on your hometown, Jake, and, yeah. like, obliterating a big part of the state yeah. of California, Jake, and yeah. your family and everyone you love, and yeah, yeah. And Jake and Jake says, I can't, I can't tell you to do that. I can't mm-hmm. say that that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, and Axe. and yeah, and acts like he knows Jake, and he knows what he feels like he has to do. So he ends up knocking out Jake. Yeah. After saying, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. And then maybe the most damning moment of, like, Axe knows exactly what he's doing. It, he doesn't just put Jake out of the picture. He finds Cassie and is like, you have to go help Jake. Like, get out of here. Yeah. 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 After this whole conversation earlier where he saw Cassie and Jake talk out the morality of the situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
knows exactly what Cassie would say and can't bear to hear yeah. it in this moment, I think. He just is like, yeah. nope, go help Jake. He's knocked out. He needs her help to survive this. Yeah. Well, it's like he's he's picking... Like, he's doing He's what, building a team, yeah. Yeah, but it's also, like, when before he was trying to decide, like, who he had to side with, he's basically breaking his, like, they're not going to trust him after this, but yeah. also he's trying to protect them. Like, that's the only way he can think of to protect the people he sees as, like, maybe they can help stop this, and also I care about them and want them to be safe. Right, and I don't um, want them to have to bear the burden yeah. of this decision. And I think also he can't, he can't, see a way of going getting through this without doing this like i don't yeah. think he could have lived with himself if he didn't try but also mm-hmm. he he doesn't like it either yeah oh um, my god this, yeah this whole section he's still or if he's not a human morph right this minute he's about to be again yeah. so there's a lot of we'll get to that i guess <sighs> so um, the fighting is worse by the way all around them like yeah. somehow it has gotten even even harder um soldiers and people in the navy are being gunned down by bug fighters as axe is running to try to yeah. find marco and tobias and rachel and uh steal this plane yeah and he's like hey guys um i need some pressure suits i need this plane and i need you to kidnap this or two yeah um real quick just do all this for me um jake <laughs> is um out of commission i'm doing Cassie's what i can again. don't yeah. worry about it um yeah. Marco is the one who picks up on, like, yeah, he's Tobias like, and Rachel. Have you guys wondered about what's going to happen once this plane is in the air? Yeah, he never explained his whole plan to us. Um, mm-hmm. And then they kind of realize that Jake didn't give him the okay, and mm-hmm. he's going to at least threaten to do something really yeah. bad. And um, Marco saw Marco Marco saw that plane being fitted up with yeah. a nuclear missile. So I, I think again he yeah, doesn't he, spell it out, but Marco at least knows exactly what yeah. is being uh, threatened here. Oh man, that makes total sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So all of them are kind of like they they aren't happy about this, but like he does appeal to Marco first because he's like, you understand that we have to win. That's what's more important than oh my god anything. Um. Tobias is like gently putting a hand on Axe's arm and asking, like, do you know yeah. what this is going to do to you no matter how this goes down? Like, do you know what the consequences yeah. are going to be for your, for your head, essentially, for your mind? Yeah. Oh. And, <laughs> and I, Marco, Marco has so many brutal lines in yeah. this, but uh, I think his closer in this scene is him saying, we always say there's a choice, but is there really? Uh, Let's go. Yeah. I also, I, I did like Rachel saying, be careful, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But it's like she's oh. not, like... Like, it says, Rachel laughed, but I did not imagine the fear in her voice. So it's like, even Rachel is like, she knows, like, she knows what has to be done, but she doesn't like it. But also, she can't tell him, like, I wouldn't do something, like, reckless and dangerous and something that would hurt everyone for the good of everything. Yeah. No, I I like that she is honest about that. Yeah. Because it's like, I I don't know how I feel about this either, Mm -hmm. but I get... Like, I like that all the kids have different complicated reactions to it because I, right. as the reader, have a complicated reaction to yeah. it and I'm not <laughs> in the scene. <laughs> yeah, it is so nice that we get the time to see, or, you know, not see, but we can very easily imagine yeah. what Jake and Cassie would think about this, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're so well fleshed out. Yeah, I love these kids I love so these much. Kids. Um, so he gets in the plane. Um, he gets in the plane. Visser 2 is strapped down and tied up next to him. He's, Marco and Tobias and Rachel are all going to stay behind because they need to, like, direct the plane off of the ship. Yeah. Um, also, because they're safe on the yeah. ship, because um, mm-hmm. I think it's far enough out. Um, so it's he's, like... 
So he's flying this ship above. He's, yeah, he's getting ready to take off. And just as he gets ready to take off, Jake and Cassie, like, come running mm. up. Uh, and he starts to tear up. Uh, but before they can reach him, the plane takes off. Yeah. So he's left with, like, in his metaphorical rearview mirror, just, like, the entire rest mm. of his squad behind him waving. Yeah. Man, Axe. Um, I know. So he flies this jet um, towards, like, where the kids live and right. the year question cool. mark California. Yeah. Um, and Visser one wakes up eventually. Um, and he basically explains like, there's nuclear device on this ship. Um, I can, I'm going to attack the York pool. If we don't, if you don't agree to, um, if you don't make that sub self-destruct, yeah. I'm going to take out every single Yurk on the planet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And also, yeah, I guess they don't care about the humans who would die. Yeah. Um, right. Axe in, in his fine. own head is talking <laughs> about, like, I'm spending this I'm spending this whole flight yeah. weighing, like, the lives of 20,000 humans against yeah. the millions and billions on the planet just going about their daily lives. But he, like, it's like that's not even part of the negotiation with the controller yeah. because he knows that he they knows don't care. He knows he doesn't care. Yeah. Mr. Um, doesn't, yeah. And then there's just a very tense sequence of, you know, Axe uh, kind of having made his case flying entirely in silence as they yeah. get closer and closer and Visser 2 pushing back. Like, you wouldn't really do this, would you? I know you wouldn't. You yeah. You wouldn't really do this, would you? Um, and finally they get close enough that Axe has to, like, go through the series of steps to arm the bomb. Oh my god, yeah. And he's sitting there telling you, like, I feel my human heart almost breaking through my chest and the sadness threatened to kill me. Um, And he still has not come out and said, like, how much of this is a threat and how much of this is what something he would really be willing to go through with. Yeah, like, even in the narration, he's just kind of only saying what is happening and, like, his response to it. He's very careful. But I think, like, he's not, he's... He's I think not he's, sure. I think he's trying not to make that decision to him, even to himself, because yeah. that's too unthinkable. It's too much. Um, like he can't. It's also not a decision that he can. It depends entirely on what, like, if this guy believes the bluff, if yeah. it is a bluff, and also what he says. Like, yeah, poor X. So eventually, he says, "Okay, you win, Andalite." Um, so the submarine is ordered to self-destruct. Um, X does not drop a nuke on California. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even Axe is like left unsure about what he would have done if yeah. the Visser didn't give this, sorry, Visser 2 didn't give this, um, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> if he didn't make this call, yeah. um, yeah, the, oh God, I really, I didn't think it was the end of the book, but the very last yeah. couple lines of the book are Visser 2 asking him, like, now that this is over, would you have really done this, Andalite? Are you are you sure? Were you really willing to go through with this? And Axe's last couple of lines are, I was unable to respond. I have enough to answer for. Yeah, so I was Which like. Which is so rough. So it's like, there's got to be like an epilogue. So I like tried to flip the page uh-huh. and that was it. And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> What? Oh. So we're just, like, left with, like, hey, Axe may have, like, never, like, he may have destroyed his connection to the only people on Earth. Right. Who, like, know he exists, but also who he cares about. know him at all. Yeah. And also, like, I think by helping the humans, the Andalites might not like him any, like, it's Mm -hmm. like he's basically, in trying to protect this planet that he's come to care about, he's... 
almost destroyed it, but also destroyed yeah. his friend. Like, it's so sad. Right, and he's standing on top of two moving trains yeah. also, right? Like, this is such a delicate yeah. balancing act of, like, probably the Andalites would have said, just take out the Yerk pool anyway, right? Like, yeah. honor, honor aside, yeah. that seems like exactly the sort of thing that they might have yeah, ordered him not, to do. Yeah, it's not the Andalite planet, so yeah. they're... Yeah, and we saw how they treated the hork Bajir. Yeah. And, man. man, can you imagine, like, the other five Andal- uh, Andalites, the other five Animorphs are just on this aircraft yeah, carrier like waiting to sitting see and waiting to, to like see if a mushroom cloud goes up over the horizon oh like there are so many levels of horror and fear here yeah so how oh. is the next book gonna even open <laughs> don't know great question i have not peeked ahead i do not remember yeah so like i can't imagine them just going to the mall and hang out anymore and i'm sad about that <laughs> yeah. but it yeah, is like impressive too. to see where they've it's like i'm I'm kind of proud of these kids about how far they've come, but also I'm sad for them. I'm so sad for them. Like, in a, like, it's a realistic kind of, like, they're growing up, but also they're having to face these, like, real problems of war. Yeah. It's like, hey, kids, you wanted this book where we fight aliens in a war? Uh, well. Guess what? (laughs) Guess what? Um, Monkey's paw throws another finger down. (laughs) Uh, I do think, um... I looked at the cover for the next book and the title, uh, it is book 47, The Resistance, and I think it is explicitly about, like, hey, should we tell the government that we're here? Like, now that the Yerks are, like, openly yeah, attacking maybe. human ships, is it time? Um, did you know this was the last volume for which a French edition was produced until oh. 50, until books 53 and 54? Pourquoi? <laughs> and um, book 53 was labeled volume 47 in France. That's very confusing. So, like... These poor French readers <laughs> um, would have, like, thought this was the end and then would have been given the quote-unquote next book, which would have been... Right, would have been the second-to-last <laughs> book. And the, the, like, duology, like, the last two books are an ending together. I think we might have to read them okay, as yeah. one unit when mm-hmm. we get there. But, wow, that's a brutal step. Yeah, just like, here you go. Things were bad here, and then there's just a break, and things probably get worse. <laughs> um, no comment. Yeah. One nice thing is that apparently on the the, the um, inside cover on the oh, jet, the, the cover art, yeah, yeah. it says um, David Mattingly and Captain Orson, his cat. Cute, his cat. I'm so glad. Um, we must have talked about those Christmas cards yeah. on the podcast before, right? We have to. Like, I love like David Mattingly. Seems like I've never met him, but he seems no. like just from reading that web page, he seems like a cool guy yeah. <laughs> who like loves his cat, loves his work. I'm glad he likes his like, cat. Same, like big mood. Yeah, big mood. I I also <laughs> love my cats and want to make a like 3D GIF uh, Christmas card now <laughs> for every holiday. Fennel dancing with a little Santa hat on. Yeah, um, it'd be good. Oh my goodness. So that's the image that I'm gonna hang on to to yeah. try to like scrub my brain clean. Oh my god how 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 can I make episode art for this? Um. Oh, no. These children. Just fixate on that one scene with them in the scoop watching television. That's it. That's literally the only thing we can draw on here. And Axe standing up very tall and not falling over. Yeah, he did not fall over. He is Mm -mm. strong. Yeah. Because of his friends. (laughs) Also because of the adult man legs. (laughs) Because of his grown-ass thighs. He was able to stand tall. That's why maybe we, the real Meg, maybe the real legs were the friends we made along oh the man, way. Oh man, they do help us stand tall and not yeah. fall over. <laughs> but you know what? They're also the stock eyes because they look out for us. Oh, behind yeah. us, <laughs> four <laughs> eyes, 
Full hearts. <laughs> Can't lose. Four eyes, three hearts. <laughs> oh, he also describes his Andalite hands as um, fragile compared to, like, he morphs the oh, human hand. Yeah. He's like, my strong five-fingered human <laughs> hand. And I was like, oh, honey. Oh, boy. And then, you know, war. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That old chestnut. Yeah, I will. I think I have to go immediately read, like, seven fanfics. Yeah, I need to, like, go watch a reality show and, like, eat candy. Yeah. (laughs) Not too. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, um... Thanks for listening yeah. to this very special yeah. episode of Morph Club. I'm glad. We're very glad to have you yeah. with us on this journey. Yeah, I'm glad we get to like exercise, exorcise. Yeah. <laughs> Just spew all yeah. of our demons directly into this podcast. <laughs> I did see you the day after I finished this book, which was not today. It was a couple of days before we recorded, and you were just like, Did you read that book? And then we both had to stop and be like, We can't talk about this book right now. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it's it too much. It's a party downer, to Ooh. be sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please, everyone, stop <laughs> having fun. Can we talk to you about... Um, a nuclear war as prevented nucle- by teenagers. Yeah, and how it might affect you all in different ways, having to deal yeah. with the horrors of being in a war. <laughs> Do you feel like talking about how you may have um, different alliances with both your home world and your new friends and how oh. there's no way to make both <laughs> of them happy? And, in fact, the only way to go on is to make them both unhappy? <laughs> Do you feel like talking about how human hearts are naturally fragile and the dire consequences of being too close to a people who you must harm? Do you know that, like, I feel like humans are the only aliens in these books that we see crying? Please discuss. Oh, Oh, boy. Well, if you want to go to a place where you can learn cool things like fun bat facts and rad Animorphs references Mm. that people pick up around the internet, uh, you can find us in a healing space on the Morph Club Cast Facebook group by searching for Morph Club Cast on Facebook. Um, You can also contact us on Twitter at Morph Club Cast um, or using the hashtag. Um, We like to hear what people think about these books it's nice to see people also reading along and also loving these children and drawing cool fan art and stuff yeah that really makes my day yeah it makes me Uh, really i am still doing my best to screen out spoilers for future books but also you guys have been so good about not posting them thank Thank you. you very much like i know it's hard when you like are really excited about something and you want to talk to about it especially yeah. when it's something that isn't currently airing so it's hard to find other people who are talking mm-hmm. about it but everyone of our listeners has been so like incredibly to... considerate yeah i'm really happy um oh yeah and if you do need to dump spoilers you can use that rot rot 13.com yeah. uh, yeah. to like encode it so that yeah. people can opt in to reading them that might be the best solution. yeah it's it also makes you feel like you're in a spy movie when you yeah. use that. <laughs> Just like the Animorphs. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is what the Animorphs would use. They Although, <laughs> Axe would probably program his own that's, like, way more complicated. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, none Axe of the... would create something uncrackable. Yeah. Cassie would not be able to use it because <laughs> it would be oh, too high God. a tech level for her. <laughs> like, she would be your friend who still has a flip phone in mm-hmm. the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> and that's <laughs> and what I, I love say, about her. Thank you. I'm so yeah. glad you have this beautiful phone charm of yeah. a horse. Yes. You're my dear friend. Yeah, she'd have one phone charm that was, like, given to her by Rachel. And oh, or Jake. But or it would Jake. be, like, slightly yeah, off. Yeah, it'd be kind of she would treasure bad. It. Yeah, yeah, it would be, like... I went to the Knicks game, and I oh found God. this, like, 
Nick's thing with a horse on it, so, like, I thought you would like that. And, like, she would treasure it, but it would also be, like, this is the most ugly thing I've ever yeah, seen. this hideous basketball-toting <laughs> horse, which nevertheless reminds me of Big G. Yeah, but also, like, he really meant it when he bought it, so, like, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment. Um, oh, man. Uh, if you have a minute and want to leave us a <laughs> yeah. review or a rating on iTunes yeah. or wherever you listen to this podcast, that would be rad. That helps other folks find the show, and that is delightful. Yeah, it's... It's, I have to go look at this. It's been a little while. Um, mm, they're so nice. Yeah, it's really it's really kind of people because I know it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a big pain, it's in, the a pain butt, in the butt. It, um, uh, I hold them very close to my heart. Yeah. Um, so if you would like to help support us, um, Carrie is on Patreon at Carrie Draws, um, and Megan is on Patreon at Megan Brennan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so until next. This has time. been Morph Club. <laughs> yeah. We will see you on another morph day. (laughs) Another morph time. Same morph time, same morph channel. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Um, Bye. Bye.